welcome back to the show, the Dad Bod Brigade podcast. My name is Dylan. I will be your host today, and we've got another episode. We've got some more friends and guests here in the studio. we got my good friend, Mr. Mark. How do you say your last name again? I've always said it wrong. Uh, Diet. Diet. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if it's Diete or Diet. I'm sure you've heard. I've been called lots of things. A hundred yeah. different ways. <laughs> Either way. So Mark and I go back uh, probably about four years now. Uh, I used to work with him and um, at the company we both worked at in mm. the local Raleigh area, which my wife actually still works at. Yep. Um, and Mark is the guy that got me off my ass and motivated to start my own podcast, which is what we're doing here right now today. So I owe all of this to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that was, um, I was actually glad because I'll give you your credit because you actually reached out, you heard mine and you were like, hey. I was thinking about doing it and then I was actually excited about that because I love, I, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. So the, you gave me an excuse to talk to someone else about podcasting. So well, I mean, I, immediately <laughs> too. And like, so I listen to a bunch of different podcasts just on my own and the, the thing like when we, we've talked about this a bunch too, is like sound quality and production quality yeah. and immediately out the gate, I listened to the first few episodes of yours and I was like, Holy crap, man. Like it sounds awesome. It doesn't, you know, there's no like weirdness. It doesn't like the production was there. And that was immediately where I was like, dude, first off, your show sounds great. Second off, how do I do this? Get me on the, get me on your show. Cause I want to practice and make sure I can actually do this. And sure enough, we're doing it now. So yeah. I, I owe it to you, man. Well, I appreciate that. Cause uh, I did, I spent a lot of time ahead of time researching the audio problems and, um, just making sure because I, like you, I listen to a lot of podcasts and you can, you can tell a bad podcast, you easily. know, and I think that's easy that it's easy to lose those listeners. If you're listening to someone for the first time and it just doesn't sound that good. Cause I'll be honest, like I think the audio quality was good. I don't know, but the content, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people <laughs> are sticking around and listening because you know, it's still me on there, but so I owe it to my guests that come on and they bring their interesting stories and, and different things. But when they say too, like a thing with the podcast, I have been, you know, I did a bunch of research and then asked you about a billion questions. And I think the funniest part was I would ask Mark all these questions and Hey man, how, what do you do about this? What do you do about that? And there's a lot more to just recording a podcast. And yeah, I guess, mm. sure. You can do it on your phone, but I'm a musician. I'm a DJ. I, I'm a very audio kind of file about making sure I, I want this done the right way. If I'm going to do it, it's full throttle the right way or it's no way. And so I'd ask you all these questions. You'd give me your, your, your answer and say, actually, <laughs> I've learned from experience, Dylan, this is what you should do. And I'm like, okay. And then I wouldn't do that. And then I'd learn the hard way and come back and say, well, shit, I should have listened to you to begin with. Cause now Mark, you were right. And I'm going to do what you suggested. <laughs> well, you know, there's not, there's never just one way to get something done correctly. Right. So, um, but yeah, you, you are definitely have always been that person, right. Where <laughs> you're, you're all in. Right. So yeah, you're right. So having your background as a, as a DJ and a band, like you, you already had that experience. Right. So from, I was looking at it from, you know, you didn't come into it completely blind. Like you came in with more experience than I came in with. I just happened to spend a few months of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, I, and I tried to fast forward yeah. <laughs> that learning curve. And that's part of my problem too. My wife will tell you when I like make my mind up about something and I'm like, all right, I'm going to transform our garage into a CrossFit gym. 
there is no stopping Done. until the CrossFit gym is complete. And then it's like, <laughs> all right, what can I obsess over next? And it was, it was that. It was getting our garden started. It was getting the podcast started. It was transforming my band room into this man cave and yep. podcast room. And so it's, it's one obsession after the other. Well, we all need hobbies, you know, yeah. and I think this is a good hobby. It can be, it can be an expensive hobby, um, but it's so fun. And I think that the money that you spend in the equipment and, you know, you and I have similar equipment. Um, I'll say we have nice, the nice gear because I'm, I'm like you as well. Like maybe not quite as hardcore as going all in. Um, <clears throat> but I had to, I spaced it out a little bit. I started cheap and then it didn't take me long to realize, okay, this is why this was cheap. Like, let me yeah. upgrade to the next level. So, you know, and I, I do that with a lot of stuff too. It's, it's not even just audio. It's like you buy something cheap and you'll end up buying it three times yeah. or you'll, you'll pay for it three times or four times when you have to replace it. Or when you realize, Oh, this doesn't sound as good or this doesn't work as well. And that's like the same thing with like the gym I did downstairs. I had some cheap like Walmart equipment before and quickly realized, wow, this is uncomfortable. This bench sucks. The weights are, yeah. are noisy or whatever. And it was like, okay. So I went out and got rogue and I got the right bumper plates. I got the right bench. And now it is, it is like tanks. It's, indestructible and it's it's right why it costs as much as it does (laughs) yeah yeah well there's a reason you get what you pay for exactly you know and that's that's a true statement in most situations you know we we there's a guy that i work with that runs the av studio so he was one of my biggest points of um uh resources yeah i'd say hey chris uh shout out to chris he um you know i'm like hey this is what i'm starting to do and his first question was well what's your budget you know, because he's like, you can spend a lot of money, you can spend a little money. So we just talked through some things, and I told him about the format, and you know, he was a real good source of uh, of information for me. Um, but you know, like anything else, like I try to get three opinions, yeah. and then figure out then what works best for you. So I think that by you doing some of the things, we'll just say against what I was saying. Like I said, <laughs> I'm not the only, you know, I'm not the only solid advice, right? But um, you know, by doing that. I think you appreciate more of where you get to because you're like, okay, that didn't work. Here's why. And it just makes me think like Jurassic Park, you know, and he's like, oh, you, you stood on people's shoulders and you did it, but you didn't do any of the research or how, you know, and I think of that a lot of times because I'm in a lot of message boards and people do the same thing. They're like, hey, I want to start a podcast. How quickly can I monetize? Like, yeah. it's like you're going into it for the wrong reasons. Right. Like if you're going into it thinking that after two days. You're, you're Joe Rogan. I was going to say you're <laughs> Joe Rogan. I mean, people forget Joe Rogan was famous for 20 years before he right. had his podcast. So, you know, if you can make it good, happy for you. But Right. Other than that, it's just, it's fun. It's and for us. It was, we really didn't even have like a full idea when I first came on to your show. Mm-hmm. And so we'll get into like what your show is and all that. But so we got on the Mark show and I told him before we got started, like, man, I've always wanted to do this. Like, but I don't know exactly what the format would be or what our like theme would be because I love what you do. And it's just kind of like, you can do whatever you want. You can talk about what you want. You can yeah. bring on who you want. And by keeping it that kind of wide range of variety, you're really like kind of limitless in what you want to do. And I, I, I liked that. And so I wanted to do something similar and so then we kind of talked about it with or talked about it with some of my buddies and I was like, well, the dad bod brigade, like that was kind of a, like a, a meaning, like symbolic type of thing. And yeah. then we started getting into like what we thought it meant and kind of what was important to us as dads and as men and growing, raising kids and all that. And so we kind of came up with this, this whole idea and it's kind of resonating with people. We, we've yeah. grown on Instagram and, you know, I've been kind of managing that on my own and I'll admit I, I'm not 
the best social media guru out there. So <laughs> I, I'm still kind of learning how to make it cool and hip and get followers and all that. But yeah, if we can get more listeners and more followers kind of assimilating and, and understanding and kind of f- feeling the same things that we're into, then that's all I care about. You know, but you started with a, we'll say like a symbol, right? It means something to you. Yeah. So you're, you're passionate about it. Like you can't fake that passion, right? You know, so this is your, it's a lifestyle that you're already living. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so you're just kind of spreading that out there. And anyone who listens, anyone who ever talks to you, like they know that's what you're about, you know, and I imagine your, your buddies that are, that are doing it with you is the same way. So that'll resonate with people that whether it's the guests or your listeners, you know what I mean? And that's, that's important. Yeah. And again, I think keeping the topics kind of wide, like I'm into tactical, I'm into shooting and medical mm. and survival preparedness and Chris and Costin, they are interested in those topics. However, their lives do not revolve around it like <laughs> mine do. But then what they bring to the table and their interests and what they like to talk about and the, the network and the people that they know that just kind of adds to it. So having like the three of us kind of do this, I think it, it it's going to be huge. I think it'll be just awesome and fun and kind of see where it goes. Yeah. So let's talk about your show. Okay. We got, it's called the casual nonsense or just called casual nonsense. I always add the, that was another thing too, that everyone told me (laughs) they were like, you can't just don't, don't, don't put the in front of the, or even the word podcast. They were like, they know it's a podcast. I was like, yeah, but I I like that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, your show is called casual nonsense and you are the host. Yep. You bring on other guys to kind of co-host every now and then. Yeah. We get a couple of, a couple of regulars. So we had, Initially, when we first thought it was me and two of my buddies, and we were actually supposed to do it's supposed to be about movies. Uh, we were going to do like movie reviews, mm-hmm. um, and then that was at the end of last year. And then what happened was, you know, again, this is where you and I are similar. I saw a vision where I was going all in, and they couldn't commit to my time frame and my, we'll say my structure, yeah. <laughs> you know. And they said, well, you know, why don't you do it? You host it. And then we'll just come on when we can. And then I pivoted to what it is now, which I was like, well, I don't want to just do movies. Because like I said, I want to talk to different people. I want to get other people's stories and just have fun conversations as much as I can, but also help like promote whatever they're doing. So I want to help pay that forward a little bit. So I want people to think of this podcast as either entertaining or educational uh, or, you know, hopefully a little of both. Right. And then at the end of the day, it's just, it's, your friends or people that you've met, you guys are just casually kind of hanging out and talking. And that's, that's what's interesting, I think. And that's, I mean, I've listened to all the episodes, man, and they've gotten better and better and better as as they've gone on. And they keep bringing, you know, me back to listen because I'm interested in who you have on or what you guys are talking about. And I, I like that you can, if you want to do an episode just about movies, or Mm. if you want to do like an off schedule release of like, let's talk about this, you know, one topic where we debate, Marvel versus DC or whatever it might be. <laughs> yep. Like, I mean, I think that's super cool because you can do whatever you want. Yeah. That's the joy of having your own, your own podcast. Right? Yeah. There's, and you're not censored either. I can say whatever I want. I can do whatever I need to do. And you just, you know, hopefully the people listening are, are on board with that. But anyone who knows me, um, I think I'm pretty straightforward. I don't put on a fake radio voice. It's like, this is what you get from me when I'm here. So like, just like you and I are talking now and like you and I did, you know, it was a few months ago when we yeah, recorded and, um, yeah, we just, we just sat there and we shot the shit for 45 minutes, whatever it was. And I think when we stopped, you were like, that's it. Like we're, how long we just started. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I was shocked that we burnt that much time that quickly. Cause I, I we could have kept talking all day. Yeah. 
Well, that's that's where um, some of the sacrifices got to come in, and you'll you've probably already figured this out, but you will as well. So, how long is the listener going to stay engaged? So, you know, a lot of people have a lot of interesting stories, and they're interesting to you as the host. And well, it's your show, so you do whatever you want, and, right. and I do the same. But, um, you know, the, if someone gets too long winded or they're they're going deep into something, it's hard sometimes because if you're a listener, like you want to hear the kind of the cliff notes or the, the tidbits of right. give me the funny stuff. Give me the stuff I'm going to remember you by. And if they want to dig deeper into that particular person, well, we're going to provide those links. You can follow that person on socials or maybe they have a podcast and you can learn more about them. We don't need the six hour life story yeah. on the show. You know what I mean? And honestly that, that, that you, like you said, you put yourself into like the listener's kind of seat. And for me, I like listening to podcasts when I'm driving. Yes. So if I'm driving to my son's school to pick him up or on the way home or even in the truck by myself, that's when I get a lot of my podcasting listening done. And of it's, course. it's perfect. My wife does the same thing and she has to have like that moment. And so I ask her, I'm like, hey, did you listen to the last show? Like our talking about our show. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, no, not yet. And I'm like, why not? And she's <laughs> like, well, because I haven't been in the car by myself. I'm dealing with the kids and touche because we tried listening to our last episode together in the car yesterday. And, you know, our episode three came out yesterday and we had the kids in the car. We were heading to the park. You know, the baby was screaming. The other, <laughs> our son was talking. And, and, and so we didn't really get to listen to anything. And so I, I totally get it. Like yeah. putting them in their shoes and keeping it small, like on a window to commute. You got about a 30, 45 minute window and that's it. Yeah. So you also, and I think, you know, just knowing your personality too i think that when you listen to your own podcast you're going to be your own worst critic oh i'm the worst yeah the worst and it's not so much because i like don't like hearing my voice because i've been a musician and a dj for so many you, years you get like, used to that. i'm kind of used to it but it's me like it's like all right did i say anything stupid like how does the audio sound yeah. do i hear any like weird clicks or pops or whatever and that's mostly what i'm listening for but you're right i will absolutely tear myself to pieces. Yeah. Well, I think it thinks too. I say, well, you know, my mom could be listening to this yeah. or my wife's listening to this, or maybe a boss that you work for, you know, so you get a, you get a fact of some of that stuff in there. Like you want that freedom to say whatever you want, but mm -hmm. you don't have to, you don't have to celebrate it just yeah. to say, it, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think of that. What was it? It was uh old school. Yeah. You know, I got to think about that. He's like, yeah. well, you don't have to celebrate, don't celebrate it. it, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's exactly right. I mean, it's there, you can do it, but you know, you want to like, so I don't want to, I don't censor anybody. So at first yeah. I came on and I was like, Hey, let's, let's not use any swear words. And then I had a couple of people come on and sometimes the F word is just a great adjective. And so love it. So I'm like, you know what? Let it rip. And if people don't want to listen, then so okay, yeah. yeah. And that's it's like that fine line with being yourself, and again, not you know yeah. pissing off your mom because I know my mom listens. Shout yeah. out, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's how I would talk if she was in the room. So it doesn't really, yeah, doesn't really bother me that much, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're right because I noticed that about your show too. Because when we when I came on, you kind of gave me that warning. You're like, you know, yeah, you can kind of say some things, but let's not like. <laughs> You know, let's not talk like we're dirty sailors, right? And right, then right. I think I heard a couple episodes later, a guy was just F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. I was like, oh, Mark, I, I see you've changed yeah. <laughs> your tactics, huh? Well, it's funny because I, I know that guy. Uh, I met with him. You know, I didn't know him before the show, but I ended up talking to him, and he kind of just put it in a different perspective for me because I was like, hey, you know, we're going to try to keep it clean if we can because I pre-screen everybody, especially the ones that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I forget the way he worded it, but he was just like, oh, what do you – you know, what do you care? Like, it's your show this way. Like, and I was like, yeah, all right. Like, you know what? You let it rip. 
And if I thought he was over the top, I just wouldn't have aired it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't have to sit here and drop F-bombs. True story. Word. So I was like, well, you know, you say it. And then I let people, I let them know, hey, if you need to say it, I'm not judging you. You yeah. do whatever you want. I don't want to censor you. Right. You know? Yeah. Touche. And then, you, like you said, you own the show. It's your show. So if you don't want to air it and you don't like it, you don't have to do anything yep. with it. You can always cite audio. Oh, there's audio problems. Oh, it's, man. Uh, My microphones weren't working. Yeah. Whoopsies. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that yeah. was kind of like the path and how I got here is, is you know, hearing your show. And, and you've had on some of our, like, friends on since. And they've been fantastic. I, I got to get shout out again, Nick, because I think you guys talked about me for a half second yeah when we had just yeah. gotten started while you were recording with our buddy nick um so I, it's probably going to take me months to get him if he wanted, ever wants to come up here and, and chat but <laughs> he's we'll try i love nick but he's a hard one to lock down yeah he is yeah he's always been like that yeah but yeah but you know what he did awesome on the show um you know he was super excited about it even after like, he listened to it and um he's trying to do his own thing too he was talking about doing like a youtube channel mm -hmm. so this was hopefully it didn't have the same effect right away as it did with you because you you dove right in head first he's still dipping his toe in the water he's yeah. still thinking about it but it's on his mind and i'm encouraging him to do kind of his own right i mean so hustle. he he's a, a big poker guy yeah. and his idea was to do a youtube channel of him playing poker right or yeah he, like what it takes to get to where he was at with the world series of poker and all that yeah so he wanted to do uh separately we if he gets to there you know we'll do some kind of video of that like i'll be forced to go to vegas and help oh, like, darn. yeah i'll have to bring a crew so yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm here yep so but i think uh most of all i think he wanted to just do like poker tips I, you know he'll That's he can huge. probably talk about it more maybe he could do know. a whole thing out of that too i think he should absolutely do it nick if you're listening you need to do that oh he's he'll, we'll make sure he listens yeah that's awesome so that was the first part and we've got other things with you that you've got going on you've got like kind of the renaissance man of projects we, we can get into that in a little bit but mm. I wanted to, while I've got you on here, we can relate some of what you've been doing recently to the dad bod brigade kind of theme in fatherhood, health, fitness, and all that. So yeah. one of the the things that you've been doing that I've been following is your 30-day fitness challenge. Yes. So tell me about that, and we can go into kind of like what you've been doing with it, how you like it. Are you done with it, or is it still in progress? Um, so I'm done with it now, technically. Mm -hmm. um, the challenge was for July, so I did it all for the month of July. So when you came on the show, you talked about how you did the 75 heart. Yeah. Um, and I had heard of that before because you and I think James had did it. We talked about, you know, aggro as well. Yeah. Um, and people love him. We dropped names, by the way. He ended up texting uh, yeah. me. He said, oh, I heard the name drop. So there Famous. you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I started looking at it a little more. And so short story long or whatever, um, I got a buddy, uh, Steve, who's up in Maryland. He's been a personal trainer all his life. And uh, he he was talking about that where he had a trim down version. Cause I was like, I don't know if I could do 75 yeah. days. That's a lot of commitment, you know, and I'd hate to get through 10 days. I'm like, well, I'm not going to make it. Cause you, you're looking up the mountain yeah. instead of the step in front of you. Right. right. So he, he has a trim down. He calls it project 45, okay. which is very similar. So he sent me those details and I said, well, I was coming up to July. And one of the things he told me was the worst part uh, the hardest part is making sure like you got to have someone hold you accountable for it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't having, if you're not doing it with somebody, cause he does his projects in groups. So he'll have, um, his, his company is called, uh, the, the fit dad nation. Oh, right? super. So he takes like 20, 30 year old, 40 year old, like, you know, dad bods, if you will. Yeah. Right. And like, how do we get them back in shape? Give them some confidence. Right. So he, 
groups people together. So some random strangers, like you're now accountable for me. Anyway, so he's like, dude, you have a podcast. He's like, you should be talking about this in your podcast. Absolutely. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. So, and that's a, I mean, adds more content to your show, gives you yeah. some maybe like off release, like episodes that you can do and in, in term in between like guests and stuff. I thought that that's a great idea. Yeah, it was. Um, and I'll tell you this, like I'm, I'm no motivator. Like I don't claim to be any sort of motivator, but I've had um, just under, I don't want to say just under a dozen people like reach out to me, whether in person or through text messages or whatever. Um, and they've started doing something, whether it's not necessarily the same thing that I'm doing, right. but they say, Hey, you know what? I want to start getting in shape. I want to start eating better or doing whatever. So they were, they ask questions, yeah. you know, everyone has their own system in place or whatever they need. But when I think it used to be back in the day, it was always like, all right, what fad diet yeah. is everyone doing? And I think people have realized that, and trust me, I was a, a fool for that stuff too. I tried mm. keto. I tried paleo for a day because paleo <laughs> was the worst. I did keto, whatever other ones they were like, I, I tried them and I, failed at all of them. Yeah. And so I saw Agro do 75 hard. And actually there was like three other dudes from our company that did it. And okay. I mean, again, I, when I, like I said on your show, I, we know these guys, I saw their results. Bo Bose did it too. Yeah. I actually saw him the other day and he told me about it this, yeah. and he was already like thin guy and he lost like 20 pounds and was like six pack ripped. Yeah. It was awesome. And so I was like, you know what, if those guys can do it, I can freaking do this too. And I was at a point where I had a dad bod and I realized I'm not supposed to have a dad bod. Like it's a terrible kind of symbol or like, you know, thing for your kids to see you being out of shape and just kind of ugly yeah. and nasty. And so I was like, you know what, I've got to get myself in order in order for me to be able to tell my son that that's why like health and fitness and everything else is as important as it is. And so what, so you did 30 days. What, what were some of the rules that you had to do? Just work out. Um, so yeah, I, I um, I worked out for at least 30 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. uh, so just one workout as opposed to 75 hard was two. I was like, well, I'll do the one for 30 minutes. I never did less than 35 minutes, which yeah. was good. Mostly at the gym, but I also have weights at my, at my home office and I have a pretty good neighborhood to run around in. So um, I would always run at least 15, between 15, and 18 minutes minimum. I would, you know, do some cardio. Um, I did no pasta, no bread, and no soda slash sugars yeah. for the entire time. Um, I think I might've had one or two days where I had uh, some pizza, a mm -hmm. couple slices of pizza. But for the most part, I had zero soda. I drank nothing but water and like some protein shakes. Yeah. Um, so I did that. <clears throat> um, I Water was the other piece. So I was drinking all water, like for the first week. I mean, every, every 35 minutes I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Like it was, it's awful. But but now I'm just used to it. So yeah. I brought my water bottle today. I, I don't walk into a room without it because I'm just sipping it or whatever. All the time. Um, and it, it fills you up. It's just, it's just better, yeah. you know? Um, and then the last part was reading. And this was something that was out of my comfort zone because I'm not a reader. You know, I'll listen to podcasts or audio books. So I finished three and a half books during that time, nice. which was weird. Um, I, I told myself I'd do like 10 pages, but I'd end up doing probably a half an hour every night. Yeah. You know? That's how I did during 75 hard. I, I think we read through four or five books easily. And yeah. most of the time it was, I was reading 40, 50 at a time pages instead of the 10 pages that they yeah. require. Cause it was interesting. And I was like, wow, this is really awesome stuff. Like, yeah. It's great. All nonfiction too. Like yeah. self-help or motivating or, you know, whatever the case is. So it's worked out. That's awesome. So yeah. when you would do your workouts, like, would you, did you kind of schedule them every day at the same time or would you kind of fit it into your schedule when you could knowing that you just had to do something that day? 
I did I did them every time in the morning. I'm a morning workout. Yeah. So what I would end up doing is the the part of this that's not part of the challenge, but it's something I just incorporated, was just getting better sleep. Yep. Right. So I found myself going to bed at different times prior to this. So I said, you know what? By usually around quarter nine, nine o'clock, whatever I'm doing, I say, you know what? Let me start thinking about getting settled to read a book and, and do that. So I tried to be in bed by nine thirty, no later than ten. That's awesome. And, and I'd be up at five thirty, six o'clock, and I'm yep. like, let me just go hit the gym, or if I was just working out at home that day, but I'd do it before I went to work or before I started my day. Yeah. So how did you feel, kind of throughout the process, and then how did you feel afterwards, like once you were done with the thirty days, like physically and, and mentally? Yeah. <clears throat> so. I, I think I feel better. Uh, I definitely, I took pre pictures uh -huh. right before and after. So I've definitely like shaved a little bit, you know, I wasn't doing it for weight loss. So I, it wasn't a lot of weight loss cause I'm the, yeah, also trying to bulk a little guy, bit too. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think, um, probably a little more energy in most days. You know, my problem was always food yeah. cause I'm, I'm a picky eater as well. So getting that energy food was always a challenge for me. The, the discipline to not eat the cookies. I mean, I live in a house with, five people five other people like yeah. kids and boyfriends and whatever coming over so there's always junk food in the house so i'd come home and you know oh so-and-so's making dinner tonight oh cool what are they making oh you know pasta alfredo like, uh, uh, okay so not for me then torture yeah right I'll, I'll have this apple with peanut butter you know what i mean yeah so there were definitely some days when um you know i would just smell the food around me yeah. But I didn't touch it. I was I was pretty good about that's, it. That's dude, and that's honestly the big 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 part that a lot of people fail with is just self control. Yeah, and that's kind of what's gotten me in the past. And when I did seventy five hard, I, I you know I planned it for months. I told my wife like, look, here's what I need to do. And it for me it was like a do or die. Yeah, because I was I got up to like two sixty. So I'm six foot four. Two sixty didn't look like I wasn't morbidly <laughs> obese, but I was yeah. definitely holding weight that I shouldn't have been holding. Ideally, I'm probably like two twenty five is like my perfect body weight. Okay. Um, and so I told my wife, like, look, I have to do this. Like, this is do or die. So I set up my my quote unquote diet where it was like just no junk food, no sugary crap, no soda. Yep. And of course, alcohol falls into the seventy five hard rules anyway, <laughs> so no alcohol. And we just as a family kept junk food out we kept the bad food out Good. we didn't eat out and we just cooked healthy clean meals here at the house so like it helped me that they weren't tempting me with that crap but i i mean kudos to you because that self-control <laughs> if somebody brings donuts to the house man i'm like well i can't just not eat a donut right right <laughs> there was a couple times like that too where that's exactly what would happen um and then so so this is this is where i realized it it worked is because so so July 31st ends. I did the 31 days of July mm -hmm. and I was then I was on vacation all this past week. So, you know, so I was like, you know, I'm going to continue with it as much as I can. But so we were out. We, we just brought my daughter back to school. She goes to ECU. So we're there. We're moving her into her place and, you know, we're putting some furniture together. And then, of course, everyone's hungry. So they come back with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So now I have a spicy chicken sandwich with the bread and the fries and a soda. So I had my first soda, my yeah. first fry, you know. And I'll tell you what, like, I felt like shit. Yeah. Like later that night and even into the next morning, I was like, man, like, that's awful. It's the you same, know? it's the same exact thing happened to me. And I actually almost kind of like was disgusted with like sodas and fast food mm. when I got done with 75 hard. And nowadays, like we ate like Chipotle mostly. So like kind of like the best of the fast food, if you yeah. were to like pick one. Right. But 
Chick-fil-A is like my weakness, man. I love Chick-fil-A. I mean, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? Right? So, I mean, I could have got a salad in my defense, but I yeah. was like, hit me with that spicy Hell chicken. yeah. <laughs> God. But, I mean, and that's the thing is like my favorite saying is you can't outlift a fork. So, like, no matter how much you're working out, how much you're exercising, like, if you eat like shit, you're never going to see the results right. that you should because you can't outlift a fork, man. Like, it's just impossible. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that's how I knew it was working. The other thing that I'm doing, too, and I don't know if I talked to you about this, but um, because I listen to Joe Rogan, he's always advertising Athletic Greens, yeah. the AG1. Mm-hmm. So I started on that as well. So I'm on my second month of that. So that stuff's that's, great. We, I, I do Primal Harvest. It's essentially the same, same thing, but it's like a little bit cheaper. Okay. Same like nutrients, same kind of everything else. And I, I, I like compared and contrasted a couple different brands. But yeah, I make, I have these like acai kind of smoothie kits, okay. and I'll put like two scoops of the greens in there, man, and whew, it's the best. That's it's like good. my dessert at night nowadays. Okay. And because it's sweet enough that I feel like I'm, you know, oh, I'm getting something bad i'm getting something naughty you know something sweet right but it's it's a freaking veggie and fruit smoothie without all the sugary bullshit it's yeah. awesome good okay so have you kept any habits from the workout program like are you still working out every day or like every other day or what are you doing now yeah yeah um i i've only had one day where i didn't work out and that was this week when we went to my daughter's school to drop her off so otherwise yeah i've i was at the gym this morning i went you know every you know I'm still up in the morning. I'm still going to yeah. bed early. Might as so, well do it. Yep. That's I, awesome. Uh, I think the reading is something I've slacked off on. I've only read maybe once or twice this week. But um, like I said, I've been on vacation, so I'm, I'm watching shows. I'm doing different yeah. things. So come come tomorrow, I'll get back on a routine where it's, here's, here's where I'm at. Like without that structure, it's very tough to keep it up. Yeah. So, that was another thing too I noticed during 75 Hard is like, you get so tied up in like your day to day. And for us, it's like, we've got an 18 month old and a seven year old. And mm. you know, my wife commutes to work three days a week and I'm working remotely. But so it was like, you get so caught up in this day to day and the hustle and bustle of like coming and going. But like when I was doing 75 hard, I had to structure my day. So like to the minute that I knew like, I got to get two 45 minute workouts in, I got to make sure like I do this, this and this and this, that like we weren't like over, stressed with the day-to-day because it was planned like we knew what was going on i knew i had to get the sleep and so it's almost like you put it into your routine and you make time for it and your days get easier you get less stressed about shit yeah uh and i think that's what it comes down to was getting up every knowing i had to get up in the morning like because there's lots of times when you and I'm, i'm sure you've done this where you wake up and the alarm's going off to go work out and you just start negotiating with yourself. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like that's oh, the like, worst. That's the hardest thing mm, to do. Totally. And it's like if you get that, if you just get up, you tell yourself there is no <clears throat> no negotiating. Right. Like you just you get it up. You do the hardest thing of your day. You get it out of the way first. And the rest of the day is easy. The rest of the day is easy. You know, that's why I said you don't stress about taking kids and picking up and carpool and who's doing what and dinner and you get your hardest part of the day done and boom, your day's your day's cake. It's funny. Uh, one of the books I read was um, it's called Success is a Choice and it's a, written by Rick Pitino. Uh, the book's from like 1999 or 90, something yeah. like that. It's when he was coaching at Kentucky and then he went, he became the Celtics coach and he's been at Louisville, I think, for a while. But um, but that's one of the principles he talks about. He's like, hey, here's, here's the task you have in front of you. Like, why not do the hardest one first? Right. Because then the rest of it, it's easy. Like, right. You know, just get it done. Like, what? Don't procrastinate it. Yeah. Just, just hit it. And I mean, when I was in the army, obviously we were up early every day doing PT and that was miserable. But the whole time I was there, 
you know, I never missed a day. I was never late to formation. I never got any kind of trouble with that. And I was up there and doing PT every morning. But I guess after you're done with the army, it's like, oh, well, I don't have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning anymore. So why would I? So I've become less of a morning person now that I've not been in the military. But like my brother, the dude is at the gym every morning. He wakes up at 5.30. He's at the gym every morning, no matter what. And I, I can't do that as well. So I like to work out kind of during the day. If I can't get it in at like 8 a.m., then I'll probably work it in at like lunchtime. And that's usually like my two okay. favorite times to do things. And when I did 75 hard, I would do my first workout 8 a.m. And then my second one was at lunchtime. And it's just kind of the routine I got. Well, you also work from home. Too, yeah, right? yeah. So, so I've got a little bit of leeway. You got some flexibility there. Yeah, kind of disappear for an hour. When, uh, <laughs> when COVID first hit and we were all kind of kicked out of the office. And so we had, I don't know, at least three months, you know, of just stay home no matter what. Um, I was collect. That's when I collected all my gym equipment. Yeah. So I do the same thing. I'd get up. I said, let me get logged in. Let me get the day started. And at lunchtime I'd say, Oh, okay, well I'll work out at lunchtime. Yeah. And that was my routine. And I did that. I actually was in better shape during COVID. I feel like when I came back to the office, I was in better shape than when I was. Oh man, before. I was the opposite. God. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm like everybody else. I got my gym after COVID is when I created the CrossFit gym in the house here. Okay. But during COVID, it was like, oh, I don't have to go into the office tomorrow. I could drink a six pack of beer and play Call of Duty with the boys. Yep. Like that's where that dad bod came from. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, I've been fighting it for the last couple of years. And that's where we've, my wife has been really good. And I think we realized this towards the end of COVID is how important just the full end to end healthy lifestyle is. And so like, I've even, I, I took some notes down here because we were going to talk a little bit about this, but like. I'm recovering now from my, my injury that I had about a month or two ago. And we're taking that kind of healthy lifestyle mindset into like how I can recover better, faster and, and kind of get yeah. back to my normal. And so we've got this whole new supplement regiment that I've been on and you know, the workouts and the exercises with our PT and for my physical therapy and everything has been huge. Um, so hopefully it keeps working, but we're, we're going to finish the garage. We're going to do like a sauna, we're gonna get the ice bath, like wow. get some more machines and everything down there and do like a full, basically end to end, like gym experience. Well, didn't, um, did your wife do the 75 hard with you? No, she didn't. She wanted to do it. We were going to do it this summer and then kind of plans got uh, messed up bit. when, yeah, when things happen. So okay. I think, you know, once I get to like a moving kind of normal with my strength, I think we might try it again together. Um, and one of the funny thing is, you know, we got our kids involved in just being in the gym, watching them or yeah. having them, you know, be around us while we exercise or my son's into hockey and I coach him. So I found some like kid friendly type resistance band workouts on like strength oh, cool. and core and mobility that he can start doing. And I was going to ask you that. Did you get your kids involved in the program or just kind of come with you and hang out or not really? Um, they're my kids are all older. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. So I'd say my youngest one who's 10 she she wanted to like come for runs with me like yeah. she wants to be involved because she does like girls on the run at, at her school or whatever so um and i had to run a 5k with her nice. a couple months back so but uh she probably more than anyone else i think the other ones they um it's funny because they would always hey dad we're getting ice cream do you want anything and i'm like well, i can't eat it yeah like, oh sorry when's that over you know yeah so um so they weren't they weren't doing the same thing because they're all doing their own. Oops, they're doing their own um, lives for the most part. Yeah. But, um, they definitely saw it. You know, uh, I talked to my son about it because he used to wrestle. So like he knows how to be yeah. better. Um, it's just a matter of like, I think everyone needs to find like, what's your motivation? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you hit a breaking point where you said, 
oh, okay, wait a minute. You look in the mirror one day and you're like, whoa, yeah. 260, not cool right. or whatever. And then whatever triggers you, you know, so you can't force someone to, to start working out. True. You know what I mean? And that's the, like me and my wife have this discussion a lot too, because for all our lives, essentially you're, you're on the gym, then you're off the gym, you're on the gym. And so, you know, who knows how long I'm going to ride this wave as long as I can, because there will be a time where I'm like, all right, you know, probably around Thanksgiving or whatever, yeah. you know, when's the lazy time kick in. Yeah. So it's like, every, you know, it's like, Oh, well, I got to get my beach bot ready. So like people yeah. hit it in the winter or like my new year's resolution is to go to the gym yeah. for the first week of January. And so for us, it's like, all right, we realize those like downfalls that we've had with, with ex exercise or fitness or healthy lifestyle. And we've tried to kind of slowly build it into just our day to day. Yeah. And I think getting our garage gym set up to where we, we just go out there and do it. And, we're, you know, we're getting air conditioned and heated. So it's like, you have no excuses not to just walk out there and, and do something active yeah. for 30, 45 minutes a day. And for me, it's important to get Lincoln into that mindset too, because he's really into sports and it's like, all right, bud, well, the only way to get better at what you're doing is to train, train. Yeah. And so my, my new favorite saying with him, I've even got this little bracelet on is nobody cares, work harder. <laughs> and that's it. he he's like taken to that and it like i don't know what it did to him but he he'll, he'll say that to my wife <laughs> <He'll>, <laughs> i love it he'll hear her make like an excuse about something and he'll be like hey mommy nobody cares work harder <laughs> and i'm like yes <laughs> i love it i love that punchline um and I, I mean i think a bunch of different companies sell this kind of swag with that saying on it I mean, you can get flags and stuff for your garage but it just kind of made sense to me and, and us right now with, yeah. with what i'm going through but I think it's it's a fun example to, to set for him and, and it seemed to motivate him as well. Um, and if I can get him motivated to to start being active and working out with me and it builds that father son kind of camaraderie as well. Yeah. Um, and he's getting to that point now where it's like, OK, dad's cool. Like he's been kind of like a mama's boy <laughs> to this point because, you know, moms like to cuddle and, and, and love their, their babies. And now he's like, oh, well, dad's dad's kind of cool over here. I see him like over here doing some squats he's and deadlifts and yeah. yeah. And so now it's like, all right, uh, he's starting to like, you know, he'll wear his backwards hat with the sunglasses on it, just like me. And so he's he's starting to look like my little bro when we go out places. I nice. love it. You know what that helps build for his like, not just character. Right. And this is essentially what your show's about is like raising your kids in this way. But, yeah. you know, there's certain things that, you know, you mentioned when you were in the military, right? Like you ne never late for formation, like like punctuality is something that yeah. you're in a hundred percent control over all the time. Work ethic. Like there's a list of them. I, I don't. Have oh yeah. Like the me. things that don't require, um, talent yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's a uh, punctuality. Oh man. I could name them off if I had it in front of me, uh, attitude, like commitment, like all those kind of things yeah. that don't require talent that it's, you can do to make yourself better at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what I found with some of that stuff is, you know, I, when like, while reading books, like you're reading these books of these, motivators or whatever whatever have you you know they the things they say is nothing crazy it's nothing you you haven't heard before yeah. but just the way they word it sometimes like you it resonates in some way yeah. you know it's like if you go to church and you get the you know the the dude giving the sermon or whatever like it's a generic story but it's going to resonate with people different ways exactly and that's what some of these books do so you know when i say you got to find everyone has to find their own motivation well that's what it is yeah. you know what i mean like like your son's motivation is probably watching you right now, but he's going to get to a point where it's like, well, right. Do you want to continue to play hockey at a high level? Well then except no do. one cares. You're going to work harder. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so I think that's great that he sees that. I think, I mean, sports are awesome, awesome for kids anyway, because you, you know, if you want to excel at it, it's just that 
it's that team camaraderie that it builds. There's a lot of little things in there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this with Costin on the last episode because he's a you know freak athlete, mm. and it translates so much to your adult life, even in work and in just like living and raising your own family. That like it's there's so many similarities with being competitive or being athletic or being healthy versus to like how you perform at work or how you yeah. like how you think about performing at work or even if you own your own business, right? Like if you were a competitive athlete in your prior life and now you own your own business, like you're probably getting after it. You are hustling. You are, you know, full throttle because you want to win. And that's that same kind of like warrior competitor athlete spirit that people have. And I, I mean, it's, it's so easy how it translates. It's wild. Yeah. Well, you can tell too, like even working on a team of people. So any, you can probably relate this to any job, but something I've noticed in sometimes is that you can tell the people that have never played sports because you know, in sports, and it's kind of cliche, but you're only as good as your weakest link, Yeah. right? So when you're on a team of anything, whether you're working on, you know, Salesforce or, you know, database stuff, whatever it is, like, you don't want to be that weakest link. Right. And if you start looking at who that weakest link is, and if someone just doesn't care, has a, just a kind of a shitty attitude, you know, that person probably either never played sports at a, at, a, at least at a good level, because they just don't have that team camaraderie like that. They're not afraid to let your team down. Whereas if you played sports, you're like, oh, I can't let these guys down. Absolutely. And you want to work harder. Yeah. And I, t I tell my son this too. I was like, you know, sports are great for all that stuff, but they also teach you how to lose mm. because you're going to lose in life more than you're going to win. Yep. And that's when you need to find out, like you said, what motivates you and take that loss or take that, you know, whatever, where you might have let your team down and use that to motivate you to be better next time. And that's, again, a life lesson that you can translate to working on a team and at the office or running your own business or whatever. Yep. I, I, so I, I try and have these conversations with him all the time because I love that he's at the age now where we can start getting these kind of abstract ideas and talking about him but or talking about them with him um, and seeing how much like he takes in of it. You know? Yeah. So it's Does pretty he, interesting. The, you know, they have that baseball analogy, right, where, you know, you're in baseball, you're you're getting out 70% of the time. Like right. if you're a good hitter, you're still only three for 10. Yeah. You know, and that's considered a, a good average in baseball. So yeah. well, and it's too, it's true too, because you see a lot of the, these younger generations now that have come up. And I think a lot of the crazy crap that's going on in this country right now is because these kids weren't in competitive sports. They didn't have positive like role models with like healthy lifestyles growing up or strong kind of like fathers. They were told, yes to everything they got participation trophies oh, i was just gonna I was there waiting. it is <laughs> i was gonna say that and they weren't told no or they didn't take losses they didn't learn how to lose and and keep their freaking wits about them and go back and get better and they just are this whole like self-entitled like automatic like gratification type of mindset and i think that's what this like poisonous like youth is right now and that's what i'm at least in my house we're stopping right now <laughs> have you have your kids watched all the rocky movies I have not. He's not watched those. Uh, I mean, you know what? My wife said she hasn't even watched all of those, which yeah. I think is a crime. Mm, it really is. We saw Rocky Four on TV not too long ago, and I was like, oh, this is the best one. She was like, I haven't seen any of these. I'm a little disappointed in yeah. at this point. Yeah. The fourth <laughs> one was my favorite. You got to go with that one. Yeah, hands down, yeah. <laughs> um, but he does a lot of, like, he has that same message. Like, that's the whole Rocky theme is just, yeah. you know, how much can you take and keep moving forward in that sense? Right. Yeah, so. exactly. You can hear our daughter screaming. <laughs> it was weird because I heard it in the headphones, but yeah. I, you know, oh, that's life, man. That's dad life. Yeah. Um, well, sweet man. So we went through that and we've got a little bit of time, but I want to make sure we go through 
some of the plans that you've got going on now and some of the the things that you're also working on on top of Casual Nonsense, <clears throat> your main podcast. So you've got a second podcast now that you guys have just launched called The Dad Nation. Yeah, so I did an episode with um, uh, this guy, Joey, and we, we met online and we, we did our episode. And, you know, typically... Um, I get kind of a gift for gab on some days, you know, so we're talking ahead of time and then we recorded and then we kept talking and we just said, you know, he, this guy already runs like two podcasts too. So he's a pretty busy guy. But anyway, so we just started talking about if we did one, he's got three young boys and I was like, Oh, I come up with some dad stories. And so, yeah, so we just said, Hey, let's do the dad nation. We just, you know, we recorded our first uh, episode. It'll probably come out next week. I don't know the dates, but so yeah, we're at the beginning stages. Yeah. So we're going to talk. I think the initial plan was for us just to get on there and just kind of wrap it up, you know, just shoot the shit about whatever. But I think we're going to try to bring in some guests that specialize. So dads that, you know, maybe you got a dad that homeschools, maybe you got, how do you deal with like divorced parents or whatever? Um, but all on the while, like we want to keep it kind of funny. We want to have comfortable like stories for you know just diaper stories or you know like like you got these kids right so you're coaching them in hockey so like that's a that, that's a something you're just like oh let me tell you about how teaching kids to lose is something yeah but then what's the funny stuff that comes along with that what's oh, some yeah. of the 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 stuff that kids say like everyone can relate to that it'd be mom's dad doesn't matter so our goal going into it is going to be that yeah that's awesome man i love that and that was Chris had some ideas about doing some like funny dad stories on here and yeah. keeping it a little bit less serious because we get pretty hardcore on like the health, the fitness, the teaching your kids to be strong and beat yeah. people's asses or whatnot. But like, <laughs> it's fun too, man. Being a dad is wild. Like I've seen some of the silliest, funniest crap ever since being a dad yeah. and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But I love that idea. I started going around to my kids and I said, hey, what what are some funny stories you remember? So now... They're like, oh, you remember the time when this happened? So I started writing it down. Yeah. So I'm, I want to bring some of that out during the podcast and just, you know, it helps me reminisce of some of the things that maybe I've since forgotten. I mean, my oldest kid's 23. He's got his own one-year-old. Yeah. Now, right. So, you know, you just time flies by and, you know, having a podcast like, like any podcast or anything else, like it's our way to kind of document that as yeah, well. Yeah. A little know. time capsule, man. You <laughs> can call bit. it the granddad nation now. <laughs> Well, you won't go that far. I know. That sounds so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, dude. We'll have to do like a collab with the dad sure. Bob and the dad nation. I love that. But yeah. I'll put some links out there um, for this episode to that. Sure. And then you've got something else that you're going for. You've got a new blog that you just started. So, yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, I wanted to do more. Like, so when you, we talked about the beginning, when you were starting your podcast and I realized that I had information that I feel like I wanted to share with more people. Yeah. So I wanted to just start writing some stuff down and say, Oh, I'd love to help people start a podcast or just be, be a resource if they want it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to force myself down anyone's throat or anything, but so having this podcast that I have, if people want to know, maybe they want to know how I got started, you know, maybe I don't know that I'm that interesting, but whatever, it'll be out there. But I want to be able to write about not only podcasting, but I mentioned how it was going to be about movies. So I want to do some movie reviews. I yeah. want to do like some tech reviews. I just want to be able to do whatever I want. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I created another website. It's called casualnonsenseblog.com. And I just call it Beyond the Podcast. So it's just, I don't want to say it's more of me, but that's essentially what it comes out to. So. Yeah, I mean, and it's almost like a behind the scenes kind of thing. And people, somewhat, yeah. People really dig those as well. I like that. Somewhat, yeah. Um, because I don't do video, so I'll put some pictures up there as I can. 
And then as I come along with, if anyone else that I interview with, if they looking for an outlet to write stuff, there's room like, Oh, you want to write an article? Like if you want to write something once a month, let's put it out there and we just have it there and then people can read it or don't, you know, I don't care, Yeah, but it's out there and it's, you know, that's awesome, man. And I mean, I think it helps too, cause you're, you're an IT expert by day. So a lot of these things with getting the, the program and that, that was where I was very much lacking in knowledge is the, the background stuff. Like I could talk about audio, I could talk about equipment and right. hardware and, you started telling me, well, you, where are you hosting it at? I was like, well, I've got a website with my DJ company. Like I'll just host it there. And you were like, okay. And then you kind of like laughed and let me go figure it out. And then I came crawling back to you going, Mark, what do you do for hosting? <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of things, like you said, that, you know, you, you want to gung ho right into it, yeah. but, um, there's just a lot of little details, some more important than others. Yeah. Um, some of them you have to make mistakes so that you can appreciate like what you've had to go. Oh through, yeah. But. I built an entire website, um, based off of the, the hosting site I use for my DJ company okay. for this podcast. And then I quickly realized, Oh shit, I can't put like episodes on here. Or I can't like automatically upload them. <laughs> and you were, and I came back to Mark and he was like, yeah, dumbass. I told you to use the one that I've got. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess we'll go with that. <laughs> and so we kind of changed gears. <laughs> so it's, um, uh, it's pretty good. Actually. The, this, the guy, Joey, that I was, I was showing him, you know, captivates the, the yeah. host that saying I use. And um, I showed him that. I think he's going to switch over to it as well. And there's, there's lots of, ho there's, there's probably two or three really good hosting sites out there. So it depends how much you want to spend, what your long-term goal might be. So, but that's just one of those things. But if, if you don't have someone giving you options, you know yeah. what I mean? So I feel, as I mentioned, like, you know, Chris at, at my work was like, hey, here's some options for you. Like, I want to be able to pay that forward. So if someone says, well, how did you get started? Like, oh, well. Here it Let is. me regurgitate the knowledge. Like I've done this research. Like right. here you go. And that was why I reached out to you because I didn't know anybody that ran their own podcast. It was always just something I was interested in. I talked, I think, to my neighbors here, all these guys in my neighborhood that are military vets. I we talked about it before, and but nobody really ever did anything. It was always just like over a glass of whiskey. Man, it'd be cool <laughs> if we did a podcast, wouldn't it? And then that was about it. And then I finally I was like, you know what? No, I want to do it. Right. right. And I knew you would do it. I had done it, and you had yours going. And I was like, all right we're going to do this, but your knowledge helped me kind of get it off the ground. Really. Cool. And it was awesome, man. Cool. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to assist in any way I can. I mean, you got a good setup here. I mean, we're, we're chilling on some couches, just kicking oh, yeah. back, you know, the, the dad bod man cave. This <laughs> is uh this is the spot. I want to get video involved here soon too. So yeah. we'll have to skirt that when we get there. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on today. It's been, it's been fun, man. I'm, I, I, thanks for having me. Like, this is awesome. So, I'm glad to see like where you've where you've gotten to. We got a chance to see your equipment and everything else. And um, yeah, I could talk podcasting all day. So yeah, we'll, we'll cut me off before that happens. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a whole another one if yeah. we have to. We'll do another podcasting episode of podcasting. Um, but yeah, man, casual nonsense. Check out Mark's podcast, The Dad Nation. Check that one out as well. And then beyond the podcast, his blog, which you can find all on those links. And I'll put those in the show notes for today. Cool, cool. But uh, thanks for being here, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, at DadBodBrigade. And, of course, our website, www.DadBodBrigade.com. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks.